Welcome to the Anthem Church Podcast. Our desire is to transform lives through authentic experiences with God and with people. This message is brought to you from Anthem Church in Fairview, Oregon. We pray you are encouraged, inspired, and strengthened through the teaching and preaching of God's Word. Today, I'm going to share with you this um, very interesting topic that uh, lately many people ask because they can um, compare different religions. They say, for example, Judaism, Christianity, and Muslim people, they have the same father. Father of faith. Who's our uh, father of faith? We say Abraham. For Jews, Judaism, the same. And for Muslim too. So basically, they say uh, all religion come to the same place and come from the same uh, God, and we all and the all roads lead to the same God. Because for Muslim people, it's Allah. For uh, Jews, it's Elohim, Al Shaddai, Adonai, uh, and for us, it's Abba Father. So basically, it feels like we all believe in one God and today uh, I'd like to talk about that a little bit and answer that question because it's one of the very important questions that we have to answer. Sometimes we are criticized for being uh, narrow-minded that we say there is only one way, there is only one God. And we are criticized for that and people say, you know, you are too, too narrow-minded or maybe arrogant by saying that you are the only right people in the world, right? And uh, we need to answer that question and if you ask me, do all roads lead to God? I would say, yes. And maybe some of you will say, wait, 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 Pastor. Are you, are you saying that really all roads lead to one God? And I would say, yes, but, but at some point, all people in the world will meet God, will face God face to face. Because when we, got, when we die, we all will come to him and meet him, right? It does not matter who you're gonna be or who you are right now, and, you know, Buddhists, Muslim, you know, Christian, we all will come to him. Want, do, do we want that or not? But this is how it's gonna be. So, but how we gonna uh, spend our eternity, it's a total different story. Amen? And how we're gonna spend our eternity depends on what we believe right now. Living on this earth right now, what we believe. And this is one of the, uh, the biggest things that we need to understand. That our eternity is gonna be determined by what I believe right now. And uh, for us as a Christian, it's, sometimes it's really difficult to be exclusive kind of and to tell people oh this is the only one way but with all what love can do love can 
um, show people when they see dangerous. With all kind of love and respect, people will show them that this is not the right way to go. And it's not being arrogant or it's not being narrow-minded. For example, if you have a liquid um, in your hands and this liquid looks like uh, lemonade, right? It's a yellow liquid, but in reality, it's not a lemonade. It's a poisonous, for example. Would you tell those people who is about to drink this liquid that, you know, it's a lemonade, you can drink it, or you will, with all your love and respect, would tell them the truth. No, it's a wrong liquid. Don't do that because you're gonna end up in a, probably not the best place. So this is the um, world that we live in right now. And today, basically, um, I want to talk to you about a couple things. How, what is the truth? Because we need to be speaking truth. And what is the truth? And I lately see people define their truth for themselves. You know what I'm talking about. And there is three kind of ways how I see people define the truth for themselves. First one, they say, oh, it's true because it works for me. Are we, are we on the same page with you guys on our point? No, yes? Probably not? Okay. Then you just follow me, not the PowerPoint. Oh, here we go. Well, that's good. So the, the first, how people define truth right now, they say, oh, it's true because it works for me. Right? But what if this thing will not work for you? Does it mean that it's not truth anymore? No. But if we would um, define truth that works for me, then we can come up with a lot different truths, which will sometimes, at some point, they can even contradict each other, right? For example, um, some people say, oh, it's true because I believe in it. If I believe it makes the thing true. But for example, can you imagine if your um, neighbor would say, no, I don't believe that stuff. I believe in something else. Does it mean that whatever they believe, it's true now? For example, for example, we know in the history one guy, he said, I believe that all Jews need to be killed. His name was Hitler. And he, he believed that stuff. And he was absolutely, you know, confident. And he decided, oh, this is the truth, big. And he has his own uh, ideas why, but this is what he believed, and he did it. So if we say, whatever you believe is true, it means that everyone can come up with whatever you believe. And some beliefs or some truth can even kill each other. So. Does my belief determine the truth? No. What about some people say, oh, it, but because my personal experience. My personal experience. You know, some people experience something, they say, oh, I believe this is the truth because I experienced that. And if another pre uh, person experienced something else, for example, while doing, let's say, yoga, and he experienced something because yoga is 
one of the things that people do right now. And they say, you know, I feel that kind of peace come into my life, into my mind. And it's, it must be God. <laughs> or it must be the truth. And they experience that and they say, oh, because this is what I feel doing that. Is it, does it mean that yoga is the right religion or is God or is the thing that we need to believe in? I'm not saying that all yoga is bad, you know, but I, I'm trying to tell that my experience, it's a subjective kind of approach when we talk about, about uh, truth, right? Some people say, okay, it really does not matter what you believe. The most important that you would be sincere and honest. As long as you are sincere. Sincere, right? Some people say, you know, if you are sincere, you're honest, you're open, you know, whatever you believe does not really matter. But as I said, you know, we can be sincerely wrong. If we build our life not upon the truth, but up, upon our experiences or um, whatever other people might tell us. So, and this is the world that we live in, right? I hear that a lot. And you know, even our language uh, changed a little bit. Our language even changed a little bit. Like, for, for example, the word tolerance. Uh, we all know the word tolerance, right? But you know what? 20 years ago, the word tolerance had a different definition than we have right now. Back then, tolerance uh, would be just you bear with people who have different opinion, right? You just say, okay, I'll not kill you, just, you know. <laughs> Whatever you believe, I don't really care, so I'll... But right now, what does it mean tolerance? Tolerance right now, it has a little different meaning. And right now, tolerance, is, as we read, tolerance has become so important that no exception is tolerated anymore. Right? So important, and all people talk about tolerance. But you know, right now, tolerance, it means all truth are equal. This is the new definition for tolerance. All lifestyle is equal. So right now, the word tolerance has a little different meaning. So and we live in, in that kind of environment, and we need to understand what's going on with us with the next generation, especially with the Z generation, right? Z generation, they, they have absolutely different worldview about truth than people with great, with a lot of wisdom inside, right? Why? Because I believe that a philosophy of, of education changed completely. The philosophy of education uh, has changed completely. Back then, like, 20, 30, 50 years ago, teachers were responsible for teaching what is right and what is wrong, right? But right now, what's going on, teachers are not teaching anymore. Teachers, uh, they more like a facilitators. Facilitators. It means they create the atmosphere for children to develop their own set of values. 
this is what's going on in, the, in that school right now. So, and they come up with all kind of different games how to help children develop their own set of values. Have you ever heard about the lifeboat game? Anybody heard about lifeboat game? The lifeboat game? Just remember this and Google it. I don't want to tell you a lot about this, but the lifeboat game for children. This is how they develop kids' um, a mentality and worldview and how they help children to come up with their own set of values. And while doing this game, the teacher would tell kids, there is no right and wrong answer. You just need to feel and decide who you're going to kill because it's about killing. Lifeboat game. I know that you're going to be Googling it after the service, right? <laughs> so, but the whole idea behind that, I, I don't want to kind of scare us, but I want to just, you know, usually I, I preach, not teach, and usually my sermon is a little bit different than today, right? But uh, because Pastor Brett told me, this is what you need to preach. Don't go anywhere else. Don't be feel the spirit, feel the, the spirit led. So just uh, stick with the notes that I told you to preach. So this is what I'm trying to do. So if something would not go good, so it's his uh, notes, okay? Uh, <laughs> no, it's not his notes. It's, uh, he gave me some ideas what to preach about. Yeah, what's going on here? Okay. Um, so we live in this kind of environment on life and life where people just tolerate each other, and I think it's that kind of. The first commandment has changed a little bit. Instead of love one another, we say, thou shall tolerate one another, right? And you know the most popular verse in the Bible right now? Young people would quote the most popular. You think it's John 3.16? No, it's not. It's Matthew 7.1, don't judge. The most popular verse that you know younger generation I'm talking about younger generation so this is the atmosphere this is the world that we live in and I don't want to scare you with this but I want all of us to understand and you know what younger people they think the truth is constantly changing constantly changing and whatever's true today might not be true tomorrow and whatever truth to Maybe it was not true back then. So this is, this is the world that we live in. So what are we going to do with that? So what are we going to do with that? I believe if we would let people or children decide what, what kind of set of values they want to follow, it's not the right approach. Why? Because Bible teaches that all people sinned. And we all have sinful nature. That's why... When my kids were really young and I was amazed why they don't obey me at the first moment. And some of them even, you know, tried to even lie to me and we never taught, we never lied in our house. Um, I mean, me and my wife, at least as I know, she does not lie to me. So, but somehow my kids, why? Because 
we all have that sinful nature and if we would let the sinful nature to decide what is right what is wrong will not be the right approach so that's why we believe that in Bible teach you have to teach children you have to explain them that's why um, uh, that's God's order for parents to take care of and teach their children amen so what should we do then what should we do then I believe the answer is in John 8 32 the answer in John 32 Bible says and Jesus said you will know the truth and the truth will make you free we see a lot of people who kind of addicted with all different stuff it means that they have not knew embraced the truth as Jesus intended them or people to embrace the truth so a lot of Christians even right now under, under all kind of different stuff, influences, substance, uh, depressions, emotions, addictions. Why? Because uh, Christianity does not really get into the full truth of the Bible. And I'm saying that not to judge us, but to tell us that basically God intended us for something bigger that we have. He said, Jesus said, I came that you would have life and you, the life that you will have is going to be abundant life. It's going to be overflowing. It's going to be big life. But if we do not experience it means that something is not there. Something is not working. Why? Because I believe that the truth that we need to know or embrace. Some people say create your own truth. No, you don't create your own truth. You discover the truth. We discover the truth. When we discover, discover the truth, then this truth will set us free. If we create our own truth, that kind of truth will never set people free. Amen? So this is the very important moment that we understand that we need to discover it, not to create. And uh, um, second, I, I believe that Jesus said in uh, John 14, 6, he said, I am the way, I am the truth, and I am the life, and no one comes to the Father but through me. I believe that Jesus clearly said that I am the truth. And if we would um, accept this, I believe that we can find the truth. We can find that deliverance. We can find whatever God intended us in Him, in Jesus. Amen? But what are we going to do with all other people who would say, Oh, you're so narrow-minded. Then we, I believe this is what we need to tell. Well, this is how we need to say no I I know that according to the Bible it's um, Bible is um, uh, historically true uh, we know from different sources that Bible is historically uh, true and a lot of thousands and millions of people been changed by the Bible it means that uh, God is in the Bible so if you accept this truth God will set you free, will help 
you and it's not so much that I'm a narrow-minded but this is the real truth and uh, we need to be specific about that and we don't have to be afraid of this someone need to be the salt someone need to be the light in the world and Bible says you will be the salt you will be the light amen church and whatever we see in United States right now it means we see the Christianity is kind of declining it's declining and it's not some people say we live in postmodern world but other people say no we live in post-Christian world and I was thinking about this I was praying about this and this is what I see because we have created our own truth because we didn't discover the truth because to discover sometimes it takes time sometimes it takes time just to be in your prayer prayer closet just to go deep in the word of God so that's why when we preach when we talk to people they don't see light they don't see light in me why because I have not fully discovered if I would be kind of living that life that Jesus intended me the abundant life they would come to me and say what's going on with you we see light inside of you we see something inside of you so and they want to be drawing to that light in that kind of light can change the world amen and recently another thought that came to my mind and I was shocked I was kind of in a prayer thinking about uh, that the great commission that God Jesus told us to do he said in Matthew 28 right do we have the verse if we do um, verse it says Jesus said all the authority has given to me in heavens and earth then he said go therefore and make disciples of all nations baptizing them in the name of Father the Son and the Holy Spirit teaching them to observe all that I commanded you and I'm with you always to the end of the ages so a couple ideas here that kind of touch my heart he said teach make disciples how by baptizing them right baptizing them the word baptize in a Greek language it means immerse full immersion full immersion we come up with this word Baptize it means deep in the water right this is what we think about baptism but when Jesus was talking about that he said baptize them in the Father and the Son and in the Holy Spirit he said immerse them fully immerse them in the love of Father love of Father immerse them fully in the grace of Jesus Christ grace which can transform not just forgive but transform the lifestyle because grace is not just to forgive but enable me to live in this world enable us that's why Jesus said baptize them in the grace that I brought I brought grace which will enable them to overcome to be strong to stand against and to conquer whatever need to become so baptize when they're gonna be fully immersed in that grace they're gonna be all right their life is gonna overflow 
because this is how it's intended he said in the Holy Spirit and learn how to live with the Holy Spirit every single day of your life this is what he said and when I I read this verse from that perspective I thought well you know our Christianity became became so part-time Christianity we just give Jesus two hours every Sunday and that's it we're just part-time Christians and God kind of spoke to me and said no your life needs to be a little different it needs to be fully baptized in my truth in me in my life in my grace in the Holy Spirit and that will help you in every situation of your life you know some people would say you know Christianity does not work anymore some people say you know Jesus is not healing anymore we don't see you know who don't see healing who say that it's not working anymore those who are part-time Christians part-time Christianity does not work part-time Christianity does not work if we would be just a little baptized not fully immersed but a little kind of you know in the name of Jesus go no he said be fully into my teaching that's why you will become my disciple that's why you will be able to have the authority that I gave you. I gave you this authority. Authority will be. And the miracles will follow those people, he said. Will follow you guys who will be fully immersed in the love of God. The grace of Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit. And there is no other ways. There is no other ways. And sometimes I say, I do remember even said to our church, said, you know, if you want to be just part-time Christian, it would be better for you not to be even a Christian. Why? Because it will not work for you. And some of them came to me and said, Pastor, no, it's too much. We cannot handle that anymore. So because, but in reality, if you would look in the first church, first church, this is what they did. They were fully baptized, they full, fully immersed in teaching and prayer and gathering and prayers and basically whatever we saw, a lot of miracles and God added a lot of people to the church. The church doubled almost every day. Why? Because this is the real Christianity. And it's a challenge for me right now to understand what should we do here in the United States. In the Western Western civilization and he said there is no other way I'm the only way and you just need to fully decide and immerse in me this is how you will experience full and abundant life amen amen Thank you for joining us. We are located at 1415 Northeast 223rd Avenue in Fairview, Oregon. You can find us online at www.anthemfamily.org and on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at My Anthem Family. God bless.